The United We Stand podcast is brought to you in association with Red Army Bet. We all follow United. Red Army Bet, the only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans. It's post-match after we've just seen Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's 100% record finally ended as an unlikely Burnley team have come towards Trafford and taken a point uh, in a 2 all draw, which at one point looks a lot like it was going to be a lot more than, than, uh, than a point, but uh, United did manage to salvage a late draw. With me today is uh, two of the uh, usual United We Stand stalwarts. I've got Stu Edwards and Anthony Shaw with me. If you're looking for any sort of expert advice on how United's late goals, you'd be better off tuning into fucking Mark Goldbridge or something because... As is usually the life of a fanzine seller, neither of us have seen any of the uh, the two United goals. So <laughs> we're basically we're basically commentating on watching us get beat two 0 off Burnley. But anyway, we'll we'll do our best to get through it. Um, and the winning run was obviously bound to come to an end at some point. Uh, a little bit disappointed after you've been to Arsenal and when you come to Tottenham when you win, and then you, you slip up at home to Burnley. But it's kind of typical United and, and where we've been at over the last few years. Yeah, we've not. I don't think we've beat Burnley now for about four years or something. Or maybe even since they came back up at home. Um, I was. I, I just thought we were a bit naive tonight because I think one thing that impressed me the most about Solskjaer was when he first came was he, he's, you know, he changed his tactics, didn't he, for the, that Spurs game, and he, he really, it really, it paid off by getting a, by causing them and Arsenal a bit of problems with those um, two strikers in the channels, but. I just think against Burnley, I think we're a bit naive to, to stick with that because I thought it worked well against teams that pushed the full-backs up, but not necessarily against Burnley who would keep four, four um, defenders back at all times. So, yeah, I was a bit disappointed at the lack of width tonight. I'm not really a fan of that. I, did, I, I thought we were trying to be too clever playing the diamond against Burnley. But is, I mean, one, one of the things that, that we'd said, because it all felt a little bit Mourinho to me that tonight, um, in a sense that you know he's, he's had to change one or two players. He's put players in there, obviously, perhaps not good enough, um, and, and be a bit too clever. Is it just a case of should that not have been a game like it was against Huddersfield against Bournemouth, where you just go out and you blitz them from the moment once, Stu? Yeah, it was strange right from the outset. It was one of them games in the first five ten minutes where you knew it was going to be a bit of a strange night. Um, and the team, I didn't get the team, and I still don't get the team sat here now. I don't get. I, my personal, this is, you know, my personal view is that Pereira is just not not a United player. He's just not good enough, and he's a Championship player at best. He had a shocking first half. I don't get why Herrera uh, or Fred uh, wasn't in the team tonight. Um, but apart, I'll, I'll fucking tell you. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, again, yeah, but it, it, I know what you mean. Surely he's got, he's got more. He's more. We, we lacked so much energy, particularly in that first half. And, um, you know, I'm picking on Pereira. He wasn't the only one because Pogba was non-existent as well. Uh, all over the pitch, there was just no energy. I mean, I mean, when you've got no natural width, you know, when you're missing Martial or Rashford clinging to the touchline, it, it's a sad state of affairs, which we've, we've come to learn, you know, to live with, unfortunately, when you're relying on, you know, a 10-year... Ten-year uh, veteran in Ashley Young, who we bought sort of like as a winger, who now plays at fullback, and you, you know you're relying on him to, to get forward, which he does. But then, unfortunately, the crossing's just dog shit most of the time. And you know, I, I lost track. At, someone, someone's going to tell me at some point. I, I think 30 plus crosses must have gone into that box tonight, of which 90% were just poor quality. I just think we fell into a bit of a trap in that sense because Burnley 
they know, thrive off that, don't they? Yeah, I mean, how many how many crosses from deep was there? We didn't, you know, cutbacks are different. If we'd have got in behind them and cut the ball back, you know, that's that's what Burnley don't want. You get the ball out wide, run at the defenders. I just felt like we were getting the ball deep and absolutely lumping well, it into the box. That was, and, that was one thing that was yeah, very surprising yeah, to me because yeah. a lot of what come from Pereira and Mata, especially with those stupid diagonal balls to... And let's face Shit's it, I've not seen... That, we've watched two yeah, years of Lukaku yeah. not jumping for any of them. So, I mean, what, what they felt today was going to be any different, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, they, they seemed to fall into a trap there where Burnley were so narrow, they were happy for us to either A, lump the ball up top or put the ball out wide to players who aren't particularly... Good when it comes ben, to whipping ben a good ball. Someone like Ben Mee is going to love that, aren't they? The, what they don't want is they don't want people playing football around them, and um, we we um, sort of like give him a free pass by keep, it, keep chipping the ball into his yeah. head. And, it, and yeah. it seemed for whatever reason Rashford wanted to come keep coming inside. He, he didn't have a one on one or a run at Bardsley all game. I'm pretty sure he's got the beating of Phil Bardsley on a one on one, but he didn't have that opportunity for for different reasons. But he seemed to want to come inside. He wasn't hugging my touchline. I was sat with with Ant today. I wasn't sat in my normal seat, um, Stratford End, uh, for reasons we won't go into. Um, but um, I was, so I was sat on the halfway line. So it was nice to have that different perspective and, and the view. And like I said, Rashford, in particularly second half, you know, attacking the K stand didn't seem to want to go down the touchline too many times. You know, it's Phil Bardsley. Are we getting a little bit of a case here with Rashford, though? Because he spent the last sort of month and a half playing in a completely different position. Yeah, I think that, I think that might that, be why that he wanted, wanted to keep him, you know, as that striker. Keep him in, keeping him in that um, channel rather than playing him as a winger. And I just think, I, I really do think that tonight United needed a winger. I just, yeah. total lack of width. And um, I was really disappointed when we started chipping chipping those balls. I can't stand them. I don't really know what we're trying to do. And if um, those, you know, if we're going to start crossing from deep, may as well have had Maro and Fellaini on the pitch. Yeah. One thing that, that Solskjaer, we thought, did well um, early on in his first few games was that he, he managed to find his best team. He picked it, he stuck with it. Obviously, that's not always possible. When you get injuries, we've got, you know, big running games coming up. You have got to switch it around. It is, a, is, is tonight a perfect example of the fact that United probably just haven't got the squad to be able to do that though because I, when it when he did take Lingard out you know, obviously Martial's not fit Herrera's not there and the players he brought in Mata, Lukaku and Pereira weren't really up to it with this year I said exactly the same to Anne. I think I think it was still 1-0 when I said it and halfway through the second half I think I said something like this just points not that we don't need any more pointers it just points to a massive summer still required um, it looks like Fellaini's gone but there's still two or three which need to go which means you know you need to bring five or six in that's difficult in itself. Um, it that's even before we know who the, who the manager's going to be. But it does clearly indicate that there's not the strength in depth there. Um, you know, Martial was missing for reasons we don't know. Bailey was, not, again, not in the squad tonight. And obviously, Fellaini wasn't in the squad. So your bench, your bench was very limited. Who could come on and affect the game. Because even when Lingard came on, he, he's going to run down the middle. He's going to give you energy. But again, there was still no width. So the, the game plan didn't seem to change. And then Lukaku went off and Sanchez come on. But it still d- didn't create any natural width. Um, so again, like Hans said, that Burnley defence was just like, keep it coming, keep it coming. Again, we've not seen the two goals, but um, they've obviously conceded one, I think, from the corner for Lindelof. I've no idea about Pogba's goal. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure Sean Dyche will be absolutely, you know, fuming and can't believe that he's, he's, he's not even got... Well, he's not, he's not got three points today. Uh, yeah, a word on that as well. I mean, they're, they're a pretty awful team to, to play against them, aren't they? Yeah, they're I mean, dreadful. That, um, those two strikers that they've got, Ashley Barnes and... 
Chris Ward. I mean, they're very effective at what they what they do, aren't they? But um, yeah, it's, it's not particularly with his fucking mouth. Fucking gobbling off at the yeah, ref all game. I'd, I'd love to see him go down. I've got to be honest. I mean, I, I actually thought the ref had a really poor game in in terms of that Ashley Barnes because I mean he was diving at one point on a yellow card. That's right. Yeah, completely yeah. bottled it, didn't it? Yeah. And, um, um, there, was, there was a couple yeah. of big. I mean, obviously I've not seen the penalty, whether it was one or not, but there were a couple of pretty big penalty shots in, in the second half. There were one. Right in front of me, that it's looked. I'm always loath to comment on these things until I've seen them on TV again. Because when you get home, you feel like an idiot. But there was one pretty loud penalty shout from uh, from all the case stand, uh, and then there was one re- really curious one just after uh, Burnley had scored the second, uh, where Rashford lifted the ball over um, the head of one of the, the, the centre halves, who it basically uh, blocked him from running, and the ref gave a penalty. Um, and then two minutes later, was overruled by by the linesman, and they gave a free kick. The ref, it could turn out that he's got all those decisions right, but I thought in terms of the game, though, he was suckered a little bit by some of Burnley's tactics, I thought. Yeah, and I haven't seen their second goal back, but it looked to me like um, when the ball first came down on the edge, it's like Ashley Barnes sort of pushed the United defender forward two under the ball, so it went over his head. And um, I just found that he was um, really conned quite a few times. And as for that dive... He's not given a free kick, so he knows it's a dive. So why has he not sent him off? You know, yeah. he, he seems to fall for quite a lot of their spoiling tactics. Which I mean, you can't really blame Burnley. You know, to come to Old Trafford to, with a lead, no. you know, they're, they're going to do whatever they can to disrupt the game. But it's up to the referee to sort of stamp that out. And, and I think that I don't think he did that well enough. He's no. not the only one either, is he? But there's those um, those goal kicks. How many teams do that? And they're not they're well, they not take it to the, the other side of where it's gone out. Yeah, and they t- you know they but take they're off. allowed to, aren't they? If they book them the first time they do it, well, they though, they're not going to do it the next seven times. They're they? allowed to, aren't they? That that rule changed a few years ago, where if it went out like one side, you had to take it that side. They changed it, so the keeper has got a choice. So the crowd can go on all they want, but, but I mean, like you just said, they're going to do it. They're going to come to Old Trafford and do that. And actually, you know, Barnes was the main uh, culprit for that, and he was just in, in the ref's ear all the time. Um, just frustration, and it we was, fell into a, a trap, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, you, you know, could see it coming, couldn't you? Even even at nil nil, they you <laughs> know they, they got battered off, off City, you know, five nil at weekend. I've no, I've absolutely no idea whether it was the same eleven or not. Might have been one or two changes, but um, they've come tonight, and it was just it, it was just an horrible game. You just knew it's like you know, I would I would probably describe them as the Wimbledon of the current age but maybe not as nasty because they're just a bit long ball they never play it out and they've got them two up front who aren't pacey you know, Chris Wood he scored a lot of goals for Leeds didn't he before he, before he joined Burnley um, but with a bit of luck he could be swapping Leeds uh, and going back down to can the... they go down are they close to going down well, I think they are quite close but they've, they've hit a bit of form haven't they in recent weeks and um, I think the the bottom two, I think, are done. Well, I think Fulham got a win, I think, tonight. But Huddersfield, uh, they're, they're, yeah. they're right down there. But they have, they have turned it round. Of but, <laughs> well, that's one. I mean, Burnley. It's an awful. It's a terrible away day. The football's terrible. Um, they are genuinely one of them clubs because there's quite a few of these ones in the Premier League. And um, you look at the clubs like them: Huddersfield, you know, Cardiff, Bournemouth, Brighton. Well, well you've got some genuinely big clubs um, sat in the Championship. They've got a lot of. Uh, it would be nice. They've got a lot of English and British players as well. Burnley. Oh, oh, have they? Have they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're quite proud of that fact. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go into the ethnicity of their team, but um, yeah, it has been brought up from time to time. Um, have you ever been ever been up to a night out in Burnley? Um, no. you'll, you'll probably understand why if you ever did. Um, 
Anyway. Explain. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on before, before I get the lawyers onto me again. Um, we did play particularly well today, though, but we, we did have our fair share of chance. That one, Rashford missed an absolute set of real doors. Yeah, that um, was the one which would have settled it, wouldn't did it? Did he say The only reason yeah. else, somebody said he was a brilliant save. No, he, he yeah. went through and managed to somehow dink it over the keeper and put it wide. Yeah. Um, there was obviously one in the second half. Another Tommy, and he always seems to come to Old Trafford and play a blinder as well. They've, they've, they've had, yeah. There's a, a pattern in the farming with Burnley. We just can't seem to beat him at home, and I don't, I don't really understand why. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We, always, we just always seem to draw against them, don't we? Before today, I thought they were the worst team we've played all season, and tonight, I just we just seem to get really trapped into this game of theirs that they like to play. Because we did absolutely batter them at Turf Moor, didn't we? When yeah, when we were crap, going for a, a bad spell crap, ourselves, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Wasn't yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand what, how we've um, managed to draw against them. And I, it, I, I do actually think it's a lot that we got, we got suckered into their game quite a lot and long balls. I, I just don't understand why we, we started playing long balls. I, I know like we were, there was a few you know, times against Tottenham where we were playing long counter-attacking balls, but we're playing Burnley, not Tottenham. And the, get, get a win. The, the, the massive field. standout worry again, not, again I'm not going to say anything, but nobody, nobody doesn't already know, is... When you're relying on the likes of Phil Jones to to to, to bring the ball out, because they, they, they pretty much played a four-four-two. They didn't really change, did they tonight? Even when we went two in the lot, we thought they would have gone five in the middle. But they're pretty stuck with the formation of four-four-two. But a lot of the times when we were sort of like trying to work out where we're going to pass it out into midfield, uh, which was a, a problem for most of the night, you're relying on Phil Jones. And it, it must have happened four or five times where he stood like in the centre circle. With not anyone within 20, 30 yards of him, and you and you wanted him to like drive forward and just you know pre, you press upfield and and then try and pass it off to someone who's a bit more creative. But he's not even got the the nous, and I don't think he's even got the belief to do it himself. I think he stood out a bit. Now you know we, at the end of the day we've won eight on the bounce before this, but um, I just think even even the games that we've we've played okay. I'd, I've always been a bit worried about Phil Jones at the back. And in previous years, I thought to myself, he's, he's, he could become a good player still, but I just think he's getting to that point now where... There's too many he's mistakes. Stand, yeah, he's standing out a bit. And I thought... Well, um, well, I've always stuck up for Phil Jones, because yeah, I've always I thought that, that if there's a player in there somewhere, if you can give him a run of games. But, I mean, I must have to hold my hands up, because I, ne- I never thought there were that many mistakes in him. It's just the fact that he was with so many injuries. But I must admit, this season, I think he has been... I don't think many of us have I think I think Lindelof's starting to become a footballer, um, but... I don't think there's many of our centre-halves that I think are good enough long-term. He doesn't want the ball, Phil Jones, does he? He just doesn't look comfortable ever with the ball. At least, I mean, and again, you know, people just slag off Smalling, but Smalling will come out with... You know, yeah, Smalling's uncomfortable on the ball, but he'll come I think out with he's, the ball he's far less error-prone, isn't he, than Phil Jones, I think. Yeah, and um, well, that's why I didn't get tonight. Again, I, we, we don't know where, where Bailey was, but, you know, after Friday night, Bailey and Lindelof look, you know, decent. Um... And then he's not playing tonight, and he chucks Phil Jones in. To me, there was just too many changes tonight. Um, and obviously, again, like we've already talked about the shape or the lack of shape and the lack of width. Uh, and yeah, it was just just a horrible game to watch. And uh, and then Anthony made me leave on, on 81 minutes to go and sell the mag. Well, I mean, um, I don't think there weren't too many arguments from me when I had to leave this point. And uh, you know, have we got to give United at least a little bit of credit for, for the way they did come back? Because yeah. me, myself, and obviously you two, and, and probably half the ground there when we did leave at eighty-five minutes, not many of us saw that coming. No, and I think we've got to give some credit to United. I mean, in November, I couldn't see anything um, cohesive about us. You know, I thought we were going 
potentially we need seven or eight players that are going to go have to go straight in the first team before we could even like think about you know finishing even top four. But now I think we're getting to the point where you're starting to we've got a bit of um, you know attacking football going. The, the, the forwards seem to be thriving a bit, and I think one or two is standing out now as opposed to you know six or seven. And um, I, I think the, the the position the two positions I think. A lot of people go on about wingers, and um, but I, I just think United need badly a centre half. I think that's that stands out a mile. Well, well that's the next yeah. question I was going to come to you because yeah. I was just going to wrap up my thoughts on the Burnley game in terms of the most, yeah, most yeah. United fans would always suggest that you know what, sorry what was your other position? You yeah, I think like um, a defensive midfielder who can pass a bit. I mean, yeah. I don't mind Herrera and Matic, but I just think one of them needs a bit more. And um, I, just, I just think we're a bit... They, they are two of the positions of yeah. the four that I was going to say. Because if you speak to most United fans, they'll still say, oh, it's great, you know, the football's great under Solskjaer. But the, obviously the squad is still lacking. And I think if the four positions that people would talk about, they would be a centre-half, a right-back, a central midfielder and a right-winger. And did, did tonight pretty much... But did it, did it, it just completely echoed those thoughts, didn't it? Yeah, it stood out a mile. It stood out an absolute mile. Because Pogba, again, first half... Was, was playing quite forward which is where you want him but then when when you've got <coughs> someone like Pereira who again has been thrown in there Matic sitting deep and Matic again I, I keep saying it he's, he's not got any legs he's not going to burst forward really he's you know he's, he doesn't lose the ball that often but when him and Pereira and Pereira tried a couple of daft what I'd class as daft passes I think early on in the game and I think that killed his confidence uh, and then obviously gave away the goal it was a street, you know, absolute schoolboy. Uh, he knows that. Um, I think that was a poor pass to him, though, as well. I, I don't, I don't really know what Phil Jones was doing. There. Well, maybe, yeah. but he could have done a lot. He could have done a lot more with it. He could have kicked it into North Stand and give a throw in. Could have stick up for him a bit, though, because I mean, when when I watched him a couple of times last year um, play for Valencia, and. He never played as a as a defensive midfielder, so I don't really understand. Yeah, but today was he? To, I don't, I, yeah. Today it was a bit weird. I but think it was kind of Mourinho in tournaments that defensive midfielder, yeah, wasn't it? When I, he had I a few games in pre-season, he never looks comfortable there. He never looks like he's got. Yeah, but was he there today? Because Matic, like was, Matic was deep, like he always is. He was in front of Matic, and then Pogba was like drifting in front of him. So to me, he was like our central midfielder today. But well, he, he, he always started out, and he played at right wing, I think, at some points in Valencia, or, or as a sort of number ten. But then he, he came in in the preseason, so did reasonable, and that sort of the sort of quarterbacky sort of role, you know, the sort of skulls in his late yeah. last few years yeah, kind yeah. of role. I just think he's a bit more inexperienced. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised today that he wasn't hauled off at half time, though. Yeah. And, I, and I, personally, my own thoughts was that I think Solskjaer left it a little bit late with the subs as well. Uh, but I think he probably should have done something ten minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. but. Obviously, um, you know, we'll take a point, we'll move on. It's kind of, I had ideas in this pod of this being a, you know, just a routine United win and we go on about the nine games and, and I'd start with something about the Arsenal game, but obviously United have decided to uh, to tear that up a little bit. So I will do it in reverse order um, and we'll just spend a couple of minutes talking about the uh, the performance at Arsenal. So add a bit of light to the uh, to the end of the pod. Um, what did you make of that game on uh, on Friday night, And um, Well, yeah, I thought it was absolutely brilliant and I thought those... Um, two wide forwards that he was playing to, to um, run into the channels where their full-backs push forward. I just thought it worked an absolute treat. As it, as it did at times at Spurs, but not as much. I think they were a bit, bit um, cleverer than Arsenal. But at the same time, I, I, I mean, the, the, I, I don't really understand why we played it against Burnley. But you can understand I, I, how, how he was so... Um, 
impressed with that, that he kept it. Is, is this current United side under Solskjaer a little more probably adept to playing away from home than it is at Old Trafford at the minute? Possibly, and I think I think I didn't see the odds before the game on Friday, but we were probably underdogs going into that game, I'm guessing. I'm not sure. Oh, um, good performances have been away, haven't they? They have, yeah. And, you know, but, but in recent years, we've been, we've got, you know, we've been spanked at Arsenal, haven't we? But we turned up there and we rode a look a couple of times, but the passing was just slicker, it was forward, and it, it was just everything that tonight wasn't, wasn't, you know, Friday was just the complete reverse for me. Four days later to what night, tonight was against a team, you know, 15 places below us. Um, but I was, I was very impressed with, with everybody at Arsenal. They all did a job. Some great, you know, the, the goal, the Sanchez. I was, I was pleased for him to get the goal. Not just nothing to do with it being against Arsenal, but just, just a, a great move, pass round the keeper, and a great finish. Just, you know, Jesse finished well as well. Um, so it was a bit. I was, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, because you know the last one we probably wanted was a, a replay, but you probably, probably would have took that Friday morning. Um, and you know, you're knocking one of the big boys out, then you sat there, you're thinking, you know, there's only Chelsea and City left. You know, in the FA Cup this season. One of them away, yeah. Well, that's not yet again. I mean, obviously, it's a massive. It's going to be a, quite a big competition for United this year. Um, and obviously, it's opened right up with obviously some of the teams that are not getting not, you know, that have been knocked out. And you saw the teams that were left, um, and then you go and get Chelsea away. Aren't they? I think the way we're playing as well. Like, just this is just my opinion, but I think the way um, I'd rather play any of the top teams, me rather than Chelsea. I've just got this feeling that the very, you know, they don't. Um, the fullbacks don't fly up the pitch, you know, yeah. and I think they're, they're, they're going to be a difficult tie for us then. You're not going to get that same space, are you? No, no, no. no, you're not. And the other worry is, obviously, the other two games uh, around that time, it's going to be a, a pretty mad week, isn't it? We've got Liverpool and uh, PSG. We're so. we, we are due a win down there, though. <laughs> yeah. I can't think, I think of too many We keep saying that, that's the trouble. We do keep saying that, you know, and... We don't beat them that often at all, We should have beat them in the league, shouldn't we, a couple of months ago? Uh, Matt's, Matt's, it's just frustrating it's against just one of our bogey grounds and even when we play well and deserve to win we get fucking beat and it's like and it's going to probably be on a shitty Monday night I'm guessing as well that's the other thing which is possibly going to happen maybe a Sunday to be confirmed because they play Thursday night don't they yeah they do it's got to kick cannot be any later than uh, sorry any earlier than Sunday night it will be Sunday or Monday yeah so that's the other thing um, we'll probably get 2,000 tickets um well, I think Sheffield Wednesday got six, just sort of 6,000. And I think Tottenham got five. Because yeah, they get Chelsea the... usually aren't as bad as some of them other clubs. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you do I, always usually get a good number. I'd down. expect us to get 5,000, the same as Tottenham got, because obviously they must have left a bit of segregation. So 5,000 allocation. But, um... but we played them there under Ferguson, Ferguson last season, didn't we, in the FA Cup? We... Why did we get that? That was, that was in the cup replay, wasn't it? On the yeah, yeah. Easter Easter Monday. Or something. I think that was six thousand. Yeah, we, I think we did. I think they're they, 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 they give us quite a few when we played them in the league cup as well. When we played them down there, we lost five four. So I don't think we'll have the same sort of issues with them that we have had, um, against Arsenal. You've got, uh, you've got to expect if we can win down there, and it, it is a big if sat here right now, especially like uh, because of it. If it would have been a, a week later or so, and those two other games that have been like been and gone. I'd have been a bit, bit, bit more confident. But again, I just don't think we've got the, the strength in depth to cope with them three games in the space of whatever. If you do beat them, I mean, the route to the final, you're not going to draw City because they draw the fucking red yeah, line. So you're going to get them in the final. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to be thinking that your map would be rooted out to the final from that point. Um, the, obviously, the other competition we're in, um, PSG, uh, that's that's creeping up on us pretty fast. Uh, news that Neymar's out again for the sixth year in a row, he's out uh, on his sister's birthday. 
Uh, have you ever you, seen you, some you, of the photos that he posts of him and his sister on his uh, sister's birthday? Stu? Um, no comment. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well if, if, ever, if, if ever you've got in some spare time in your hands and you don't already know this, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that he's out anyway. But Is he from Burnley? <laughs> have, have we got a chance of winning that game? I, I prefer the days that we used to tell listeners to... Google Mick McCarthy is a tree. <laughs> a tree that looks like Mick McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Go on Google instead of googling Neymar and his sister. Go on Google Mick McCarthy is a tree. <laughs> Have we got a chance of winning that game? I, I think it's a. Um, I, I think we've we've drawn it. I don't think it's as bad a draw as people think because I, I watched them in two games against Liverpool, and I honestly weren't that impressed with them. I thought they were actually quite shit. Um, and Bappe aside, but even he's got a, a you know a bit of a naive streak in him. I remember him losing the ball for Liverpool's winner in I think it might have been September or something. But um, I think I think we've shot to nothing really, isn't it? Everyone's expecting us to lose. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Do, are, they, are they always in? If you always remember, like United in sort of the late nineties, early noughties, we always seem to come unstuck in the Champions League because the league was won so early on I mean and PSG it's all, all well and good beating FC Quasson 8-0 yeah. every week but then yeah. they always seem to come unstuck when they do come against good teams because they don't face that many of them as the season uh, progresses yeah obviously the first the first game all Trafford's going to be key isn't it you know if, if we can even I take a one all now I take a one all going to Paris why can't we go there Nick 1-0 or win 2-1 I fancy, I fancy like you said I think it's going to be similar I think it is similar Wherever we go, whether it's in this country or abroad, I think I think we're better equipped to go away. Um, you'd like to think the likes of Pogba will be up for it, and I think and you'd like to think everyone else will be up for it. It'd be a great atmosphere. Uh, are you going, John? Um, I'm not going, sure. I'm not going to Paris. No, me, I'm, I'm going me, and, me and me and going. Yeah. Uh, so we're hoping to probably have that much high strength French lager. We'll do Chelsea in the day trip, aren't we? You're, well, going, you're going out about a week before, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I, well you'll, you'll have a ticket then if you're on the day trip, won't you? Yeah, yeah. I have no ticket. So. Yeah, but I'm planning to have that much high-strength, premium strip French beer, but I might not remember the game anyway. Well, I got engaged in Paris, so I'll like, fuck them ever going there again. <laughs> but um, one last quick question for you then about, about them games. Um, I think most people would... would if, if I offered you now, you could win one of those two ties, either the FA Cup tie at Chelsea or PSG. I think people would probably take going through and one and going out and the other. Um, if I offered you the two, which one would you rather win? The FA Cup. We'll go with the FA Cup. Um, I think I, I think I'd want to win in Paris. Yeah. You'd rather go. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty much with you on that one, just simply because I think that if we do beat Chelsea. I think we've got a great chance of winning the FA Cup. I think if we beat Paris... We can't beat my city in the yeah, final. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's better than getting beaten by in the final of the Champions League as I've, well. I've got this, like... Um, I wouldn't beat my Middlesbrough. To be fair, I had it last year. I had this, like, um, feeling that um, United were going to knock City out of the European Cup. And I, I would, I'd love that more than anything. Do you know, when that, that happened to Liverpool last year, I was so jealous, you know. I, yeah. I, th- I thought that was... Um, and I'm, I'm just. You know, I, want, I want to witness that one day. I'm just of the belief that it's 20 years we won the treble, so the league's gone, so we've got to win one of the other two. <laughs> but I think we're favourite probably for the FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be nice, 20 years on, especially with Solskjaer in charge. It'd be amazing to win anything, but I mean, the real, realistically, yeah. whoever's left in after, after this round of the Champions League, you're asking a bit much for this current squad. To, it is more wide to, open than it's ever been for a long time, though, isn't it? The, the, the Champions League, sorry, at the minute. Yeah, and um, just so happens that City are all right at the time as well. I mean, like I was saying in midweek when when we were getting to finals regularly, we kept coming up against Iniesta, Xavi, and um, Messi, and now they're buying Kevin Pins, Prince Boateng. Aren't they? We'll probably we'll probably beat PSG and get Liverpool in the next round. 
Um, I've just got quickly going to go back, finish up back back with the uh, the game tonight. Um, You're not going to ask for a man of match, are you? I am. I've, I've just been trying to think about myself while you two were talking. Then um, should have should have thought about this as the day went on. But um, I will pass to you for your man of the match, too, and it's got to be a United player as well. Because I'm, I'm really really struggling with this. I'm really really struggling. I think I've got one, but uh, I, I've not really seen if you were part of the second goal or not. I'm, yet. I'm probably going. Oh, Lindelof. Yeah, that's why I was. Yeah. Well, it must have been a bit of that part of it. He scored it. Yeah. Well, it was no. I mean, Burnley second. Goal. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, could Chris Wood had a, had a free head of the back post. I, 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 Isn't that Barnes who got the second? When, yeah. No, Barnes got the first in him. Wood got, Wood the, got second. the second. As we were walking out, we saw it on the screens, and I mean, Ashley Young had, uh, tried to climb over his back, but where Lindelof and Jones were, I don't know. But yeah, he certainly had a free header two yards out. So one of them's to blame, but. That, that's 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 the worry that we, we're clutching it really. To, to I really can't think of a player who's been better than six out of ten tonight. At best, who's your, who's your six? <clears throat> I thought Pogba tried to make things happen. He's, he's range of passing. He set a few chances up. I'd probably have to give it Pogba. Yeah, I thought he had more quality moments, but I thought he was equally as shit as the rest half the time. If you're giving him yeah. six, everyone else. So, so everyone else has got threes and fours, haven't they? Well, basically, it was a pretty poor performance, wasn't it? You couldn't, you couldn't probably give De Gea less than a five because he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Did so, so we're basically giving it David De Gea who's, who's not touched the ball once, picked the ball out of the back of his neck yeah. twice and he's been United's man of the match tonight. I'm collating all my man of the matches just, just, um, for the, for the, just to put it on Twitter at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look forward to one. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm fucking banned. With, with your pot noodles. <laughs> Right, we're wrapping it up. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not now. sure who we've just given that to. To be honest with you, we, 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 we're going to give. We, this is this is like when Chelsea win the league. Now, we're, instead of giving them the credit for it, we're just going to give someone a double man and a match award next week. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Um, obviously, a disappointing um, result for United tonight. The run had to end at some point, so it's a little bit disappointing. It's come at home to Burnley. Bring on Leicester. Uh, we've got Leicester to come, Fulham, and then obviously a, a pretty horrific run of fixtures. So it's probably good that the run did come to an end at some point, but. You know, um, it's quite important now to see how United bounce back from that. Which you know, people have been talking about how we'd react when we play the big teams. But another real big test is how we do when we uh, when we do drop points. Um, we'll have somebody back from the game at Leicester on Sunday. Um, thanks to everyone who stopped by and by the mag from us today in absolutely freezing conditions. It really is appreciated. Um, and we'll be back at Leicester. Thanks very much. Bye bye. United we stand and Red Army bet. We all follow United. Visit redarmybet.com or download the app for all the latest United specials and enhanced odds. The only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans.